Hello and welcome to the CPD Group Podcast. Join us as we guide you through all things CPD, interview some special guests and offer advice to help your business thrive. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello everybody and welcome back to Series 2 of the CPD Group Podcast. Uh, we're here today with a few members of the team just to talk to you a little bit about what our plans are for 2024 and just to introduce, you know, put faces to names, that kind of thing, so that you know who you're talking to when you come on board with the CPD Group. Okay, so we are looking today to talk to, firstly, our business development manager, Nicole. Welcome. Hello. How are you? You all I'm right? I'm good. How are you? Not bad. A bit cold this morning. But yeah. Got the hoodie Apart from that, the, yeah, the hoodie helps, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Absolutely. So, yes, so we're here today to talk to Nicole just about, you know, becoming an approved provider. What is the process? You know, because if you do come on board with a CPD group to have your courses accredited or your trainers or anything like that, Nicole's more than likely going to be the first person that you speak to. Okay, so Nicole, tell us a little bit about you and the job that you're doing here at the CPD group. So I am the business development manager. So more than likely you will speak to me first if you are thinking of coming on board with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I hear quite a lot, you know, when uh, well, talking to you mainly, you know, yeah. the conversations you're having is that people say, is it free? Because it is free. Yeah. And people think, you know, sometimes free, just, you know, too good to be true, that kind of thing. Do you get that quite often? Every phone call. Really? Yeah, and pretty much. So we'll just sort of talk about their business at first of all, um, ask them to sign up. We may ask to see some policies. Um, just make sure that they are CPD ready before they then go on to purchase a plan and get assessed and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the things as well, you know, becoming a approved provider, this is one of the benefits, isn't it? You know, yeah. because once you come on board, yes, it's free, but for that, you get a lot of different benefits, don't you? In terms of added value, free absolutely. documentation, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, tell us a little bit about that. So there's lots of different benefits. Um, once you become an approved provider, you'll be able to get a logo, um, that shows that your company CPD ready. We have resources on our portal. We also have policies in place. So if you don't have certain policies, you can download templates and you can use those policies. So just really handy things. Um, yeah. I mean, one of the things is we like to, you know, offer a lot of added value to our approved providers, don't we? Yeah. You know, so you're absolutely right. There's mm -hmm. those policy templates people can use and adopt and adapt to, yep. to be their own, you know, but there's also, you know, our blog and lots of useful information in there. We've got the yeah. podcast, you know, YouTube. when we, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah, where we bring in lots of different professionals, which we are planning on doing a lot of in 2024. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. All right. But being an approved provider, one of the most important things is it's, it's an opportunity for a company to get to know us, isn't it? And we, Definitely. us to get to know them because yeah. we don't want a company spending their money with us no. if it's not right for them yeah you know so it, this gives them the opportunity for free to come on board tap into that added value all of the different things that we offer mm -hmm. and then be able to kind of make their own decision as to whether we're the right company for them isn't yeah, it? yeah just to see if it fits yeah perfect yeah. i mean i think it's a really important part of the process because without getting to know us how do you know that we're right for you? You know, it's, it's, yeah. I find it really, really important. So, you know, the conversations that you have with new people, yeah. I mean, do, do most of them know that they need accreditation in the first place or are they coming just to ask the question? Um, mostly they're interested. They may have heard it or they may have uh, completed a CBD course and they are now ready to sort of explore that on their own. Right. So lots of different conversations of how they can get started. Um, we usually sort of talk about a three-step process and that's then first of all signing up, um, becoming an approved provider, and then after that, looking at getting their courses, their webinars, their editorials, whatever they have uh, accredited. 
Right. Super. Yep. So, I mean, what kind of industries are you talking to? You know, what companies and from what industries do they, do they come from in the main? I speak to so many industries a day, which is really? lovely for me. Um, we've got healthcare, um, psychology, we've got electricians, we've got dog trainers, um, financial institutes, colleges, universities. There's so many. Quite varied, quite varied. Very, yeah. You know, when you're talking to them as well, you know where one of our biggest things is that we publish our accredited framework. Are people yeah. aware of that when they come to talk to us or is it something you have to point them in a direction of? I always like to point them in that direction just because they may ask about the materials that they need for assessment. Um, so more than likely I would point them to that. However, some people go on a website and they do their own research. They just may ask a few questions of, of what's okay and what's not. So we'll have those discussions as well. So, so for you, are you waiting to hear from people who are ready for accreditation? Or are you happy for people to give us a call and talk to you, you know, just to ask the general questions right from the beginning? Both, I think, yeah. Excellent. So you're, you're there for everybody, for every, Everyone. Keep yep. that in mind. Keep whether they've, mind. Yeah, whether they've had it before or they're brand new to this, it doesn't matter. I'll speak to anyone. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Well, Nicole, you know, good luck. Thank you. Uh, I Very hope busy. 2024 is, yeah, I know it's busy already, yeah. isn't it? But I hope 2020, 2024, <laughs> I hope 2024 is a huge success for yeah. you. Thank you, know? you very and much. if you need anything, I'm always here to help. So give of us a course. shout, won't you? Yeah, I Excellent. will. Thanks so much, Andy. Nice one, Nicole. Cheers for joining us. Thank you. No worries. So there's Nicole, our business development manager. Next, we're going to be talking to Matt and he's our events manager. So everybody, here we are with Matt, our events manager. Okay, so Matt's going to talk to us a little bit about, you know, if you've got an event that you wish to have accredited, what you need to do, what you need to think of, and everything that goes along with that. Welcome, Matt. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad at all, mate. Not you're bad good. at all. You looking forward to 2024? I am, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like uh, last year was was very much kind of laying the foundations for, you know, for our event service. So, uh, yeah, ready to kick off 2024. It's, uh, yeah, it's already lots. mobbed, isn't it? It is absolutely. Came into January expecting to be a bit of a slow start, but was yeah, was quite quite pleasantly surprised by the amount of um, you know inquiries, um, applications, and things in, and just general sort of interest, really. Excellent, excellent. I mean, one thing that we must put out there as well is again, our events accreditation is absolutely free. As we were talking to Nicole previously about, you know, is it too good to be true when things are free? Tell us a little bit about that, Matt. Do you hear that quite a lot? Yeah, absolutely. I think that the rule of thumb these days is it's just as hard to try and sell something for free as it is perhaps with something with a monetary value. So yeah, you know, approaching people and offer them a service where they haven't got to pay anything, um, yeah, can be quite tricky. Quite tricky to persuade them. <laughs> I can imagine, I can imagine. So in terms of the events that you do work with or the events providers that you work with, mm. what sort of scale are we talking? Are we talking that we'll only work with massive, big events organisations mm -hmm. or do we work with the small ones too? No, absolutely. Yeah, every, event, yeah, every single event, whether it's one or two people in a room gathering to talk about something right up to probably one of the largest events was the IFA last year, which was uh, over a week. I think they have a footfall of about 250,000. So yeah, no, scale isn't an issue. Um, we're not fussed whether it's a small event or whether it's a large event. You know, they're all, they're all important to us. They all have that, you know, that key sort of educational uh, content learning value. So yeah. So you managed to squeeze a little trip over to Berlin last year for the IFA. Yeah, absolutely. How was yeah, yeah, that? Yeah. Do you know what? I only got around halfway around the whole site, you know, there's over 20 halls, it's massive. Um, so yeah, that was quite a, quite a good experience. I actually had to use an e-scooter to get around some of the um, <laughs> some of the halls, but yeah, really good experience. A lot of um, really good learning outcomes, a lot of educational content there, uh, but yeah, fantastic, great trip. Yeah, hard life, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for a few this year, maybe sort of Dubai, Australia, etc. So uh, yeah, we'll see how see how far we can, uh, we can push the expenses, Carl. Yeah, we'll see what the budget looks like, absolutely. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about some of the events that we've got 
coming up then for yeah. 2024? I mean, when's the first one? So we really kind of see the, the, the B2B uh, season, business to business season kick off from March, really. Um, so we've got some big events that we're working at, hoping to exhibit as well. We're over at the Business Innovation at the Excel, which is a fantastic event, uh, bringing business leaders, people looking to start up their own businesses and things. So, you know, we're hoping to sort of plant ourselves right in there and be out discussing with delegates, you know, the, the values of CPD and what it means to people. Um, about a week later, we then move over to the, the franchise show again um, down at the XL in London, bringing together those that are looking to start businesses, getting to franchises and things. And then uh, I think we end the week back at the XL again, which is for the uh, Tech Show London, uh, which is one of our new events. And again, tech leaders from all over the world gather together. Uh, they'll discuss the latest trends. There's a lot, again, a lot of educational content there, um, you know, AI, cybersecurity, et cetera, you know, really big topics at the moment. So yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, it sounds good, mate. Sounds good. I mean, you talked there as well about um, you know being there and actually talking to delegates about you know CPD and the value yeah, and the yeah, benefits, yeah. etc. We're happy to go to these events, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and um, I'm always out there trying to sort of pimp you on the stage. Obviously, we had Futurescape <laughs> last year, which was fantastic. So we uh, we had had you up on the stage doing a CP That's talk right, yeah. to, to landscaping professionals, which was was really really good. So yeah, absolutely. I, I'd, I'd say we're the only. Um, education uh, sorry cpd brand out there that, that is willing to go to these events talk to people engage you know we'll have an exhibition stand we'll get up on stage and talk to you know to your audience which i think you know is, is a massive sort of added value you know of something that we you know we offer yeah i mean one of the questions i asked nicole as well in terms of the different kind of companies and sectors that people come to us from same with you what's that like you know do we have companies is it kind of targeted in one particular area i mean you've mm -hmm. just mentioned their landscaping yeah. tech you know, all sorts of different things. I mean, is it quite varied? It is, absolutely. You know, one minute we can have a discussion with somebody from the, you know, the agricultural sector, then we're dealing with somebody in, you know, accounting. So, you know, our uh, where we can actually credit, the, you know, the industries, et cetera, it's end-to-end. -end. It can be anything. Right, super. So if somebody does have an event or, you know, they think they've got something that they're putting on that is, they would like to have, mm. well, at least start a discussion around accreditation, yeah. how do they get in touch with you? What do you need to know? What, what, what do they need to know? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you can drop us an inquiry. We're on, obviously, all the different social media feeds. Uh, you can get in touch with the website, give us a call. You know, we pride ourselves on always being uh, easy to contact, always somebody at the end of the telephone. So, yeah, drop us a message or have a look at our page. Page. Um, go through obviously the event section that'll tell you a bit of a breakdown it is really just three easy steps to get accredited become a provider with us we'll then you know ask you for some information about your event perform a quick check on it and then we'll look at producing a QR code that you can display at your events give that a scan and your delegates can download the certificates it's really quick really easy and again yeah totally free Perfect. Right. You just mentioned the QR code piece mm. there. That was the thing I was going to move on to next. Yeah. So explain that in a bit more detail for us. So we do provide QR codes, but explain yeah. what that's for and how people should present it to their delegates so, mm. you know, people can get the most out of their accreditation. Yeah, absolutely. So so traditionally to accredit an event, you know, uh, event managers would have to sit there for hours emailing certificates and things. So, you know, we, we've decided to take that away from the, the event managers and uh, essentially produce a really easy system. It's a QR code. So we'll put some event information in there. Your delegates can essentially scan that QR code and download their certificate, which is all branded to your event. That can be displayed on a screen. So for example, you know, if someone's finished conducting a seminar or a talk presentation, then that can, you know, ping up on the screen. The beauty of it as well is that it's up to the delegates whether they want to scan it or not. You know, you're giving them the choice. It may not be relevant to everybody in that room, but to those that do need it and do want it or potentially interested in it, then obviously there's that opportunity for them to scan it and then download their certificate. 
I tell you, for an event manager, an admin-free mechanism <laughs> to every CPD certificate yeah. has got to be a godsend, really, mm. isn't it? And absolutely. the added bonus of it not costing a penny. Exactly. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. Well, good luck for 2024, Brilliant. Matt. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining me. Okay. And uh, everybody, look out for the next part of this episode because I will be talking to our accreditation and compliance manager, Rebecca. See you soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We're here, as I say, with Rebecca, our Accreditation and Compliance Manager. Welcome, Rebecca. Nice to see you again this morning, Andy. Absolutely. I made you a cup of tea today. I'm, I'm very impressed. That's two this year so far. I know. I've done well, haven't I? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. Super. So we're going to talk to <laughs> Rebecca about Accreditation and Compliance, okay? So if you have courses, webinars, podcasts, anything like that accredited with us, okay, you will be going through Rebecca and her team. Okay, so Rebecca's going to explain to us a little bit today about how that process works, what we're looking for, you know, what we're here to, to actually try to achieve. Okay, so Rebecca, tell us a little bit about your team, what you guys are there to do. So we have a great team of assessors who will support you through your journey from when you submit your activities. Um, and it's not just about the learning materials that we receive. It's about the, the learner journey and supporting you in your business and how you can ensure that your learning courses are to a high standard and support you with returning customers as well. And it's looking at all sorts of different things. So everything's assessed against the framework. Um, and we look at things of how you can make your learning materials adaptable for learners who have maybe different learning needs and, and uh, extra support to the duration, to the legislations, as well as how you advertise to make sure that learner, it's very clear to the learners what they are going to get when they join and enroll on your courses. Uh, absolutely. I mean, that's a really crucial part of it, isn't it? Our framework as you've just described, is not just about the content. It's really important for people to understand that. Uh, we published the, the framework on the website, so please do look at that if you are preparing courses to bring into us for accreditation, because it's really important that we do a 360 review of mm, the entire absolutely. course, isn't it? You know, not just the content, as you say, but also the entire journey. Mm. So it's really important to us, isn't it, that people are aware of that, because, you're, I mean, your assessors and your team, they, they offer feedback on all of that stuff, don't they? Absolutely, and it's what the assessors... Um look at the activities against you know so it's not just a framework for for our customers it's what our assessors are using to assess the the activities and when we send if we have to send any activity back all the feedback is broken down across the different elements of the framework so you can see exactly what amendments need to be made but also why you know and why we've looked at the different areas to really support you not only for this course that we're looking at but future ones as well and other areas of your business it will help you look at things from different angles mm, absolutely absolutely so you know the 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 c within accredited what mm. one of the c's is about the content let's have a little focus on that for a second so what we're looking for is well explain to us what are we looking for what kind of materials do we need from people when they're submitting their courses to us so the content so it's any learning materials that either the learner will be using or the trainer tutor is using to teach teach the learners so that can be um, it can be manuals it can be powerpoints it can be um, leaflets you know any any different any document whether it's a, a physical physical document or if it's online you know the the platform that you're using to teach um, the theory any theory work online um, that's what we need to see um, and it needs to cover all the learning outcomes that you've stated in your application so what learning are the learners going to receive and then we need to see how you're presenting that um, and it it can come in many different formats it's not just limited to 
to those those suggestions it could be spreadsheets you know anything really that we need to see so we can really understand exactly what the learners are getting and how they're receiving that that learning yeah i don't want to go through the entire framework today okay because people can go to the website and have a look at it but another element that uh, i find really important is you know when we talk about prerequisites for courses mm. i mean tell us a little bit about why we're asking that question and what what a prerequisite is so a prerequisite is essentially prior learning that learners may need to have before they enrolled onto your course. So some courses that um, learners go go to enrol on, you need to have a some some courses need like a foundation knowledge before they come on. So it's ensuring that when learners enrol on, they know what prior knowledge they need to have, and if they have that, that's great. If not, it means they can go away get that additional learning before they enroll onto the course to make sure that they can um, really utilize that learning. Otherwise there'll be huge gaps and the learners won't get everything they need to from the course. Mm, I suppose that ties in very well with the advertising, doesn't it? Absolutely. How people present those courses to the public and making that kind of you know prerequisite really clear at the beginning saves a lot of hassle further down the line. Exactly, you know, it? it ensures that, you know, you've got learners there who who've got that base knowledge to start with but also the the learners at the end could you know sort of get frustrated because when they if they enroll onto a course that they actually isn't appropriate for them um if it's not being clearly clearly stated what they need to to know before yeah you see one of the things as well that people come to us with you know quite a lot is about the time it takes to have a course accredited now could you explain just a little bit there about you know why it takes us you know time to actually have these courses done well, we're, you know, we're really proud of, of how we review our activities against the framework. But one of our, I think, of our selling points is, is that we review every single activity that every provider submits to us. You know, it's so we, we take our time and each activity is reviewed independently from all other activities that we've had from that provider. So everything goes through that that framework. Um, and it can take us a while because, you know, we need to look at the advertising. So it's about us doing research on on that provider, how they're advertising it. Um, depending on what what's within the course, you know, we we go on to we log on to the online platforms. We, you know, we do we do the learning that the, the learners would do. Um, and also, you know, we ensure that you know certain elements like legislations are up to date so you know that does require us doing our own research to ensure that we're supporting the provider stay compliant and ensure that their learners are being taught the information to remain compliant within the their industries i mean one of the things uh, i suppose as well is one course may look on the surface mm -hmm. as if it's you know a standard course it's going to take us x amount of time to complete the assessment but then when you actually open it up and have a look at what's been provided by the training provider i mean a perfect example is i came into your office yesterday and i was mm -hmm. talking to one of the assessors and they were showing me a cybersecurity course that they were assessing yes. and there was i think i think it was over 30 different resources attached to that particular course itself absolutely so i mean in terms of that course it's mm. going to take a, a, a while to go through 30 pieces of resource you know to actually assess each one to make sure that it is correct it is up to date mm. is fit for purpose you know so that course inevitably is going to take slightly longer than the next one potentially that has a lot less resources absolutely you know and also some some of our providers you know if they're they're new to the world of cpd mm. um you know that's an exciting journey that they're going on. But, you know, we do offer that extra support, you know, with the feedback because, you know, they they need that additional support as they learn to build their courses. So, you know, there can be, you know, 
courses going a bit to and fro from the assessor to to make sure that when when it goes live to their learners it's you know a high standard good quality you know and is going to be beneficial to to them and and their their learners uh, absolutely just touching on that again you know our assessors will feedback to you if they do find anything within the courses, won't they? That they, they, you know, need changing or need adapting or editing that kind of thing. Now that process is is very much designed to be constructive, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, it's it's looking against the framework and it's how we can support you know our providers provide that high quality training and setting them out from their competitors by providing that that you know feedback, which is individual to their each course they submit. Mm. Um, you know, so it, it means that they've got that feedback that they can work on. So on a practical level, once an assessor has been through a particular course and has feedback for the provider, how does that actually work? What, what is the provider going to expect? So the provider will, will get a notification that... Um, is that via email? Uh, so it'll be via email. Um, they'll get a notification to say they need to log into the portal. Um, so you log in and the activities that that's been returned, if there's any feedback um, that's been sent back, will be read. So you click onto it. Um, the The first two steps are to, to click to say you're going to read the feedback, read through it, um, and then you click to say that you've understood it, and then it opens the application up, which then allows you to make the additional amendments, which might be just sort of looking at the, the description. It could be amending the, the actual learning material that you've submitted and uploading new new activity uh new files sorry i could think of the word there um and going through that process and then resubmitting it back to us um you know and that process you know we will support the provider however many times it takes sometimes some people can get the amendments done um, send it back to us and that's great we can accredit it others you know need that little bit more support because it is maybe their first time writing writing a, a course so we will we'll support them as many you know however long it takes that, that's a key message actually if, if somebody is out there and they have feedback from one of our assessors we are here to help all right there's a very core message isn't it so we are here if you need us just get in touch we'll speak to Rebecca and her team and they'll schedule in a call with your assessor so that you can actually talk to them directly about your feedback and get an inside track as to what they actually are asking from you okay so please keep that in mind because it's very important we are here to help okay so once somebody has provided or been provided with accreditation the assessor has signed it off what happens next so you will then obviously get the notification, which is great to say that it's been accredited. So that means then you can start advertising your course as accredited. Mm -hmm. um, within your portal, you can go click onto that particular activity and you will get your unique activity logo. And this is really key. That's the logo that must go on your certificates. It confirms that that activity is accredited. How many CPD credit hours it's have been allocated which is the duration that was stated in the application but also every single activity we accredit is listed on the cpd register and there is the the web address for that on the logo which allows learners employers insurers to verify these certificates that you are handing out to your learners uh, which is which is vital fantastic
Thank you very much, Rebecca. Now, Rebecca mentioned their logos. That's something we're going to pick up in the next episode of this series. Okay, so stay tuned for that because it's really important to understand how we use the logos and what they're for. Okay, but uh, thank you very much for joining no, me, Rebecca. It's, good to see you it's again. been great to see you this morning. And uh, that's the last cup of tea I'm making you today, by the way, just thank for you. your information. Perfect. But uh, again, thanks very much and have a great day and say you hello do. to all the assessors for I me. I will do. Super. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you very much for joining in on this part of the series. Uh, the next episode as I say will be coming soon and it'll be very much related to the logos that we offer what they're for and how you can use them against our brand guidelines all right thank you very much and we will see you soon bye-bye thank you for tuning in to the CPD group podcast be sure to tune in next time for more helpful content see you soon before you go did you know that you can receive a free CPD certificate from listening to this podcast all you need to do is head over to the cpd.group forward slash podcast. That's the cpd.group forward slash podcast and enter the confirmation code 800016.